This is the Dream Chaser Show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dream Chaser Show, where our mission is to inspire and improve the lives of those who dare to chase their dreams. I wanted to make one quick note about dreams because I I think it's kind of interesting to me how as kids, most of us are excited about life. We can't wait to grow up. We have this dream and this vision of something we want to be or do when we're older. Right. It might be a it might be a career like, oh, I can't wait to be a fireman or a policeman or emulate my favorite baseball, football player, whatever. We have these visions as kids. Mine was to be a big, strong bodybuilder. I always loved Arnold Schwarzenegger and I watched I watched all those different types of documentaries and stuff. But um, it's it's something that's interesting because as we go throughout our lives, things start to happen to us, uh, good or bad. And it starts to kind of change the direction of our lives. And and what happens is we look up years later and we have this life that we never really anticipated, right? We didn't really want to get into debt or we didn't want to go bankrupt. We weren't uh, envisioning having a failing marriage or, you know, anything. Insert anything that's bad that's currently happening to you or has happened to you in the past. It's not something that we were excited for or wanting in our lives, but it happens, you know, it happens. It's like seasons in life. Winter is going to happen. We can't always, we can't, we can't change winter. We can't make it go away and we can't make spring go away and summer go away. It's, it's just going to happen. We just need to learn how to deal with these different seasons in our life. So, um, that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. And with regards to the thoughts and how, how strong the brain is, it's a powerful thing. It's powerful, right? Most of us have heard of this thing called the placebo effect. And it's where two different, uh, an experiment is ran with two different parties. And one party is given the, uh, the placebo, the water pill. Literally, it's just a pill with water in it. And then the other party is given the actual pill, the real one that's going to cure whatever illness or whatever um, pain that they're having. And they run the two experiments they run them side by side and what most of the time they find out is by the end of the experiment the the party that was given the placebo the water pill has just as much effect on them in in the positive way sometimes even more so than the party that was given the actual pill this this water pill has cured them right and it's because they believe it to, to be working they think that it's working and they believe it to be working and therefore it works that's something to to really reflect on. I mean, it's a big deal. I I know it sounds a little weird because we've all heard this placebo effect, but I think most of us don't realize how much our thoughts and our belief and our faith affects our future. It changes everything. So when when we're having negative thoughts and we're thinking negatively, your your body what it does is it it has a feedback mechanism and it's called your feelings. So if if you're feeling sad, down, depressed, anxious, angry, impatient, maybe you're having actual like body aches, headaches, pains, nausea, these different types of things. If you could really trace the root back, most of the time, in fact, almost all the time, it's because of your thoughts. And it's hard to tie them two together because it's usually a delayed effect. You don't think a bad thought and then immediately have have headaches. It just doesn't work like that. But it it might take days, weeks, months, years. 
but it becomes like this this certain thought that we have in our head, this story that we're telling ourselves over and over and over again, because science is, uh, studies have shown that the average person has like 75,000 thoughts and over 90% of them are the exact same from yesterday. So it's just this, we just repeat our thoughts day to day to day to day to day. And if we're not careful, we start, we can develop this negative um, thought process, this negative mentality. And then it starts to perpetuate it into our feelings. And that's where we start getting these feelings of patience and down, feeling down, depressed, hopeless, uh, these bad feelings. But the beauty of it is it can work the exact opposite way. If we're focusing on our thoughts, we can start to alter them and have positive thoughts. We sometimes have to force it, right? Sometimes we have to really look for the positive in a bad situation. But we start to find these things that we're happy about. And then they start to create happy feelings. And then you start to feel better about yourself. You start looking in the mirror and seeing positive things about yourself. Like, hey, I really love my eyes today. I, my eyes are popping today, right? I love, I'm having a great hair day. I really love my body, whatever. And you start to feel better about yourself. And that's the way to really change. Because, like, for instance, if we want to lose weight, it does us no good by sitting there telling ourselves, man, I just need to lose weight. I'm fat. I'm what I, these love handles are driving me nuts, right? That doesn't do us any good because it just perpetuates bad feelings about ourselves. And like the placebo effect, it's going to create more bad feelings about ourselves. So again, like I said, the good news is we can be in to begin to change our future by think, changing our thoughts and thinking about positive things. And there are four major positive thoughts that I want to uh, throw out there for you guys to kind of think about and digest as you go throughout your day. The first one is gratitude. The best way to change your thinking and start having positive feelings and changing your life is by having thoughts of gratitude. Thank you for my family. You know, thank you that I have nice clothes. I'm so thankful that I, I was able to, I had food on, on the table. I have food in my fridge. I'm so thankful that I get to step outside and breathe fresh air. I'm so thankful for whatever. There's something in your in all of our lives that we can be thankful for. And so that's a big one. And it can literally be anything that you're thankful for. And, and if you start to have these thoughts of gratitude, it starts to create this habit, this neural pathway in your brain. And then you start looking for more things to be thankful for. The, the scientific term for it is actually called the reticular activation system. And once you, you start telling yourself, hey, this is... This is what I'm, I want in my life. This is what I'm thinking about. Your brain starts to grab onto your thoughts and say, oh, they want more of that thing. And they, then, then the reticular activating system kicks in and it starts looking for things to make yourself right. If, if that makes any sense. I might have butchered that. But if, but if you think about someone in your life that um, bad things always happen to them. And oh, why me? And oh, my tire just blew out. And of course, this would happen. I ripped my favorite shirt. Well... They're thinking about those things. And then their brain is looking for excuses for them to complain, right? And if you want to complain about anything, it's easy to it's easy to do. We can all do it. It's too hot out. It's too cold out. Ah, it's raining too much. Oh, it's not raining enough, right? So pay attention to your thoughts because your RAS, your reticular activating system, is now looking for things in, in your world to prove yourself correct and to prove true. So. Enough about that. The next major positive thought is love. Love is the number one fixture to being happy. 
And there's a reason that the Bible states it, I think, 714 times it's in the Bible, the word love. And when Jesus is being questioned about, hey, what's the number one commandment to remember? He says, the number one is love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And equally important to this is love thy neighbor as thyself. And when I think, sit and think about this, I'm just, sometimes I struggle with that because when they say love your neighbor, they, they don't literally just mean your neighbor. They mean everybody around you, including the person who's wronged you, the person who stabbed you in the back. It's not just love the people you like, right? You got to love the people you dislike. And how hard is that? Sometimes that feels like an impossible task. But one of the things I tell myself is, we're meant to love people, but hate the sin. We need to understand and have patience with them because they're imperfect just like we are. We have bad habits. We have faults. We've wronged somebody in one way or another. But we need to love each other and forgive each other. We don't necessarily need to forget, right? So we love the people. We hate the sin. And so when we begin to love each other, A lot of that means having compassion, patience, grace, mercy, just as our Father has shown us, right? Our own Father, whether whether it's the tangible Father, your actual dad, or or God, like they have these these traits. When we love somebody so deeply, we have compassion, patience, grace, and mercy. And so, part of that means bringing the best version of ourselves to those that we love. So that means giving them loyalty, showing them trust. Kindness, integrity, and being friendly. And it also means finding good things about them instead of finding faults. And that's one good way to start to shift your mentality. If you're having a difficult time loving people, because sometimes it can be really hard, look for something good about that person. Like, look for a good trait that you like about them. And then I'll start telling your brain, hey, I'm looking for more good traits in other people, right? The RAS starts kicking in. Uh, Instead of finding faults, because they're easy to find. Instead of complaining about them and spreading gossip about them and, oh, they did this. Did you hear they did that? That stuff's easy to do. The hard part is finding good things about them and spreading those things. So remember, love people because people are what make this world go around. People have the opportunities that you need. People, you know, they're your employers. People are, uh, they're your significant other. People are important. So we want to draw people to us, not repel them. The next major positive thought is laughter. Now, this one, I've, I, I love this one because I love to laugh, but sometimes I find myself being too serious. So I got to remind myself, hey, man, life isn't meant to be so serious. We got to laugh at ourselves sometimes. And I think most of us have heard the phrase, uh, laughter is the best medicine. And it's much more than just a saying. It's a truth. What's interesting about laughter is it's hard to have bad feelings, almost impossible to have bad feelings and stress when you're laughing, right? When you're just laughing and you're smiling and you can just feel the uplifting spirit of laughter. I I think of it like this. Have you guys ever had like a deep, rich laugh with a best friend where you just, you're crying almost and And uh, you're just, you're smiling ear to ear. Your mouth hurts. Like you got the muscles in your jaw hurt from smiling and laughing. And you can barely breathe. But once all that dust settles, all that excitement settles, how do you feel? How do you feel? 
you just feel lighter, right? You just feel like a weight's been lifted off your shoulder. You just feel good deep, deep, deep down in your soul. And it's not something that you can really like put put to paper. There's it's not something that you can just scientifically say, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to have this feeling all the time. No, it's it's because it's like this rich laughter, this rich pause of emotion that is just taken over from from your heart all the way out to your fingertips and your toes, and you just feel lighter and you feel happier. And so laughing truly is one of the best medications that you can have. So find ways to laugh. Find ways to to smile more. One of the things that I found interesting that I read recently is um, smiling more with both your mouth and your eyes. And and when you see other people and you're passing other people on the side of the road or, or like at wherever you're walking or, or at work and you smile at them instead of just giving like the head nod, like, what's up? You know, that, that just becomes like part of our day to day. What's up or hi. But if you smile at them and not only with your mouth, but with your eyes, because the eyes are the windows to our souls. And, and in the Bible, it says Matthew six twenty two. it says the eye is the lamp of the body. You draw light into your body through your eyes and light shines out to the world through your eyes. So if your eye is well, it shows what is true and the whole body will be filled with light. But if your eye is clouded or evil, your body will be filled with evil and dark clouds. And the darkness that takes over a body of a child of God who has gone astray, that is the deepest, darkest there is. I'll let you kind of process that for a moment. But I thought it was interesting how the eye is the lamp of the body. You bring things in through your eyes, what you look at, what you watch on TV, what you watch on YouTube, and and now all these different uh, social media platforms, TikTok, blah, blah, blah. What you bring into your eyes, it's going to reflect out through your eyes. So if you're watching smut, bad things, right? Stuff that you know you shouldn't be watching, but you do anyway. I think we've all been guilty of that. I'm trying to clear a lot of that out of my life. Um, some of the crap that's on TV, but if you start focusing on that, that's what becomes your mentality. That's what comes out of your eyes. That's what comes out of your mouth. That's what you talk about. And one of the things I think about too is, is we've all known somebody who has like a brightness, right? Brightness or spirit in their eyes. It's said that they have a twinkle in their eyes, and then we've all known or maybe seen someone who has the exact opposite, like movies will talk about it. Some of these documentaries of serial killers where, where uh, people that know them said they just had an anger or hatred or evil in their eyes. Sometimes it's described as darkness in their eyes. That's real stuff. That's real stuff. The eyes are viewers and projectors. So um, paying attention to what you, what you bring in through your eyes is a big deal. Now, I kind of want to wrap this up because this is starting to get a little bit long. But um, remember, those are some of the big major positive thoughts. Gratitude, love, laughter. And the last one, I said there's four. The last one is faith. When I, when I talk about faith, what I mean is believing in something that you can't necessarily see. Right? And most of us attach that to God. And if you don't believe, well, not here to try to sway you one way or the other. But one of the things I think about is uh, atoms. Never seen one. Never seen an electron. I've never seen the wind. 
but you can feel the wind, right? But you can't feel atoms necessarily. Um, believing in stuff that you can't see. Why? Because you've been told it's true. We've been told that atoms are exist. We've been told by scientists that they ex exist, and we have faith that they exist. Another good example is faith in the roof of your house, right? Most of us weren't there to build our house or the structure that we're currently standing in or the car that we're driving in, but we have faith that it's been built by smart engineers, people who know what they're doing, that the roof isn't going to collapse, that the wheels won't fall off of our vehicle. We're living by faith every day in small ways, whether we believe it or not, whether we think about it or not. But faith makes up a huge part of ourselves, of our futures. Um, and Henry Ford said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you are correct. And so just having faith in yourself, believing that you can do something, believing that you can achieve your goals and accomplish great things, just having that faith is powerful. So gratitude, love, laughter, and faith. Hope that helps you guys. Try to make those into a daily, something that you think about daily. Make your world better. Make other people's world better that come into contact with you. Because really, after all, that's what we're here to do, right? Spread love. So, guys, get out there. Have a great day. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening.